You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey kids, it's hour number two of the uh, Rob Carson Show, and here is the number, 800-922-6680. If you would like to uh, visit with me and speak your piece, as it were. I had mentioned last hour that Cynthia Nixon of Sex and the City is doing a hunger strike until there is a permanent ceasefire in uh, in Gaza. And uh, that uh, precipitated my response, which was, Let's bomb the snot out of Gaza. Let's just keep it going. Uh, but anyway, I did get a note from Lee. Uh, and Lee said, and Lee is my boss, and he said, hey, I just wanted you to know that the Sex in the City uh, did a second movie, and they've done two seasons of the sequel series, and just like that, uh, on Max. Uh, he also said, don't ask. Which, to me, says he's ashamed that he's been watching the show with his wife. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Cynthia Nixon is even more insufferable, and they are making up for the formerly all-white cast with a strong identity politics bingo card. So, I mean, as the as though the show couldn't be more insufferable. And I did did Kim Cattrall was she on this one? Because at least she could be like that, uh, you know, sexy Kim Cattrall. You know, you know, didn't really care what she said in the show. Um, <laughs> Anyway, thanks, thanks for that. All I can say is as long as Cynthia Nixon is uh, starving herself to uh, prolong the ceasefire, then I think we should keep bombing the snot <clears throat> out of, uh, out of, uh, out of Gaza. So uh, I want to mention a couple things about that. Um, the aunt of, and I started saying aunt instead of aunt when I moved to the East Coast. When I, uh, from Iowa, they call aunt an aunt. But anyway... Uh, the aunt of an Israeli child hostage recently freed by Hamas, part of the deal with Israel, told French television that the terrorists had beaten the children, forced them to watch videos of atrocities at gunpoint, and threatened them with guns when they cried. Uh, and we're still given, what, 50, get 50 of our hostages for 150 of theirs. Yeah. Deborah Cohen, the, uh, the aunt of uh, Eton Yamalomi, 12, who is a dual French-Israeli citizen, told the French TV outlet BM, BFM TV, I don't know what that stands for, don't even think I want to know, on Tuesday, a 10 apparently saw horrors over there in Gaza. Hamas forced her to watch film that no one could bear to watch every time that a child cried over there. They threatened the child with a gun uh, to be quiet. She added that the child hostages had been beaten when they arrived in Gaza after being kidnapped by Hamas. Uh, Nur Oz is one of the uh, kibbutzes that was attacked, uh, one of the hardest hit, with a quarter of the population murdered or kidnapped as hostages. Uh, this kid's account adds to growing evidence that Israeli hostages are being abused in captivity. Other accounts have mentioned being deprived of food, water, and medicine. Christian Amunpour said the reason that is is because of the uh, because we are. Uh, we are uh, shutting down aid. Uh, Christiana Amanpour is a uh, is a weasel. Is a weasel, and they've been able to unable to see light or use the bathroom. So what I say is, we get as many um, you know of our hostages back as possible, and we bomb the snot out of Gaza. Every building raised to the ground. Uh, evacuate the uh, the innocent and raise Hamas. That's what I gotta say about it. 
Yeah, that's what I got to say about it. And I say it unapologetically, by the way. This is Alan Dershowitz, because there's a lot of uh, talk about all of the, all the civilians, all the civilians that are dying over there and all of that stuff. Well, Alan Dershowitz is having kind of a, I won't say a come to Jesus moment because he's Jewish, but I, but I will say that he, uh, he certainly is seeing that uh, the country is being propagandized to believe that Israel's the bad guy while forgetting the atrocities by Hamas, including the murder and the rape and the baking of a baby live in an oven while mother was being raped and father's eyes were being gouged out. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it happened. Uh, and they're, they're trying to change the, uh, the, uh, the events that happened October the 7th and make us forget about them. Here's Alan Dershowitz. Hamas itself doesn't distinguish between civilians and combatants. So when it says 12,000 people have been killed, it's not 12,000 civilians. The Times simply misleads its reader. Yeah, it's yeah. not 12,000 civilians. It's 12,000 combined civilians and combatants. Yeah, what if 10,000 yeah. of them are combatants? We don't know what the numbers are. It should say people under Israeli barrage are being killed, but not civilians because they don't know how many civilians there are, whether there are 2,000, 5,000, 6,000, nobody knows. Hamas doesn't even give you that information, even if you could believe everything Hamas says. There is nothing in the record that would suggest how many are civilians. Absolutely, because Hamas wraps themselves in civilians, uh, knowing that civilians, if they are attacked, if Hamas is attacked, those civilians will die. They are collateral damage. They're not the target. That should be fairly obvious to anybody, including Cynthia frickin' Nixon, who's an idiot. Let's go to uh, Kyle in lovely Lexington, Kentucky. Kyle, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. How are you, my friend? I am good. How are you, Rob? I'm great. I used to live in uh, Fort Thomas, Kentucky for five years. Loved it there. Nice, nice. Um, Rob, being 100% honest, I do disagree with some of your takes on the whole Israel-Hamas thing. I just wanted to comment on that please um i believe both sides there is a lot of propaganda going on and it's important to do research on both sides not just pro-israel or pro-hamas i do okay. for the record i think the act on october 7th was atrocious atrocious absolutely we need to rid the world of hamas um the world can't stand for that on the other side, I do believe that there's a lot of civilians that are negatively harmed by indiscriminately bombing. I guess I'm yeah. That that happens in war, Kyle. It happened in World War Two too. It, but it didn't stop us from dropping two atomic bombs to end it. That is that is correct. I do believe that we need to go in with ground troops and uh, maybe pinpoint our targets more decisively i do okay they are doing that actually they are doing that that that, um being pro-palestinian does not necessarily mean you're pro-hamas there are a lot of people who stand up for palestine and freedom and sovereignty going back to the 1948 nakba so this did not all start on october 7th and and yeah, I'll leave it at that, Rob. Sure, Carl. Hey, Kyle, I appreciate your opinions, um, and and I'm not meaning to discount them, but I will tell you that if uh, if Israel. 
if, if, if everyone in uh, Israel and the surrounding area would put down their weapons, Hamas would still want to destroy Israel. All right? That's just the way it is. They're in their charter is to destroy Israel and kill all the Jews. So there is that. There is nothing in Jewish law that says we have to murder all the members of the Palestinian Authority. And by the way, uh, Palestinians are able to cross over into Israel and work. But if an Israeli is a Jew went into Gaza to work, they would be murdered. So, Kyle, you are kind of using uh, moral equivalency between the two when there is no moral equivalency. Uh, Israel would live peacefully with the people of Palestine. They would live peacefully with them, but they bedded down with terrorists who want to wipe Israel off the map. As far as the kids who are raised in Palestine, you may recall on September the 11th, 2001, there were parties in the street in Gaza with children getting candy from people celebrating the death of, of Americans on that date. Those children are now in their 20s, and presumably many of them were part of the flood into Israel on October the 7th and the wholesale murder thereof. So as far as completely distinguishing a difference between Palestinian civilians and Hamas, uh, there may be a small minority of people who are Palestinian who do not support Hamas, but most of them do because they've been taught that way. But I do appreciate your phone call, Kyle. And and by the way, love me some Kentucky, bro. Have you ever had a chance to go and uh, and visit one of the great distilleries in Kentucky? I I unfortunately have not. Would love to though. State All right, bro. Hey man, have a great, uh, have a merry Christmas. Okay, we do appreciate your phone call. Yeah, I don't uh, call and disagree with me. I'll explain why I feel the way that I do. Uh, the people of Gaza have been taught, their children have been taught for decades to hate Israel, hate the Jews. That's just the way it is. So most of the people in Gaza hate the Jews and want them dead. That's just the way it is. There's nothing you can say that is going to convince me otherwise because that's false. That's just the way it is. They are taught to hate Israel. They are taught to hate Israel. If they're such good and benevolent people, then why are the other Arab states not saying, come live with us? Is because they know that the people of Gaza have been radicalized, radicalized to commit acts of terror with anybody who disagrees with the tenets of radical Islam. That's just the way it is. It's just the way to buy. I do appreciate the uh, phone call. This is uh, Elise Stefanik. She's a uh, freshman uh, congressperson from New York talking about uh, uh, spending bill on, uh, on Israel. We're trying to get Israel the aid they need. But Democrats are saying, no, 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 we need aid for Ukraine. And then when Republicans say, we'll give you aid for Ukraine, but you've got to shut down the border, then they say, well, we're not going to shut down the border. So it's Democrats who are playing this chess game with regard to funding. Here is what Elise Stefanik has to say about the uh, aid package that, by the way, we've been dithering on now for over 50 days as Israel experiences its greatest hour of need, and it still hasn't passed because Congress. Here we go. That is one of our top priorities in making sure that we continue to support our closest ally. And take a step back, Maria. Every Senate Democrat voted support for Israel down when it came before them. Yeah. The House proudly passed an Israel funding bill, which is so incredibly important. Uh, it is our most precious ally. Yeah, there you go. So the Senate is what's holding it up, and it's Democrats. And even old Mitch McConnell, the turtle, says that uh, support for Israel, we should just give it to them. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, our relationship with Israel is the closest 
national security relationship we have with any country in the world. And Including Ukraine. The condition... In who Americans two years ago didn't even know where it was on a map, and most of them still don't. In fact, our assistance to Israel on their meeting our standards, it seems to me, is totally unnecessary. This is a democracy, a yeah. great ally of ours, yeah. and... Um, I do not think we need to condition the support that hopefully we'll give to Israel very soon. Yeah, so, so the Democrats are requiring all sorts of strings associated with uh, giving aid to Israel, including extended ceasefire and all of this and whatever. But when it comes to Ukraine, they don't even give a crap. $120 million. We don't know if there's been any war crimes by Russia, by Ukraine. We don't know how many people are dead. We don't know anything. We've never asked for strings on it. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Well, here is a, a U.S. Senator Democrat, uh, Michael Bennett, talking about the aid package for Ukraine and how uh, they do not want to have strings attached to that. And the only string that Republicans want is shut down the southern border so our country will be more secure. You know, I believe that the Ukrainian aid should be funded without are getting to a deal on the border. I think that it the, the case has been made. The Ukrainians have the receipts because of what they've done to push Putin out of um, half of the territory of Ukraine that he has occupied. That there are some people here who are saying they want to use this to try to lever a deal on the border. And yeah, we I do. think that there's always, you know. It's about damn time. Our border system needs to be improved. We have had a decade. Oh, no, no. It needs to be shut down. Or so. Of, it's not a decade or two. It's the last three years. Uh, transnational gangs that have been smuggling people. Because of policy. People to the southern border of the United States. That's overwhelmed the border in some respects. No, it's been policy. And if we can come together in a bipartisan deal that's rational, that's consistent. Uh, right now, rational is shutting down the damn border and de deporting everybody who came here illegally. With our commitment to the rule of law and our history as a nation of immigrants, then by all means, we should do that. If we can't, we should find a way to fulfill our obligation uh, to Ukraine. Either way, as you say, we're we have no obligation time, to Ukraine. We have no obligation to people coming across our southern border illegally. How about that? Let's take a break and come back. Uh, more of your phone calls on the way. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. A handful of Republicans have dangerously tried to link Ukraine aid and make our support for democracy in the West a pivotal issue that history will remember us for, conditional on passing hard right border policies similar to H.R. 2. Yeah, exactly. That's what we want. Uh, and by the way, this commitment to democracy is a bunch of crap because uh, Ukraine just suspended their elections. So honestly... Uh, you know, they want strings on Israel, who's just trying to defend themselves and survive. And they are. They got attacked. Okay? They're always under attack. And we're attaching strings to that. But Democrats have no problem sending $120 billion, and now they want another $100 billion to Ukraine. A country where Joe Biden is thickly involved in corruption. And, by the way, where the world's despots go to launder their money. It's been that way forever. Right? All you got to do is pay attention. It doesn't take much. Let's go to Ann in Annapolis. Hello, Ann. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hi. Um, I want to tell you, first of all, 
um, your show the other night was hilarious. Those hats were so inane, and I kept listening at Lawson. They were so they were so silly, and they were now. So and and you're talking about my show, Rob Carson's What in the World, where I did the Thanksgiving less than spectacular, where I uh, pivoted from a pilgrim's hat to a pilgrim's bonnet to a turkey uh, head, and I wore the pilgrim hat and the bonnet at the same time and said that I was non-binary. <laughs> that was so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, I, I told the talk to you about something else. First of all, I want to say that Israel, thank you for your support of Israel, because I am Jewish. And uh-huh. I want to, and, I, and I'm not a liberal. So not, we're not all liberals, thank God. And, um, and not, not all Americans are liberals, thank God. So, just self-loathing Jews. That's what you're, they're not a bunch of self-loathing Jewish liberals is what you're not. You are not. Yeah, I just, I don't understand that. I just don't understand <laughs> I don't, that don't at either. all. But a lot of my friends either. don't understand it. But um, yeah. but anyway, and you know, during nine eleven, when when our planes were so uh, our planes were so, um, they said our, our cockpits were like pe- paper. That you know, we just didn't have any. Israel came over and showed um, America what to do to shore up things and make them safer. And they also yep. had um, Americans go over over to there to find out how to deal with terrorists. So Israel has been a very good support. And there is no other, even if you don't even support Israel, you have to understand that the, the real estate over there is such an important strategic hold for anything that could happen in the Middle East because nobody else likes America. So there's yeah, that. You're exactly right. And by the way, as Israel goes, so would the United States. If they try to wipe uh, Israel, they're not stopping at Israel. They want us next because we are the great Satan. And I appreciate it. You have a, a very happy Hanukkah, okay? Now I call, the reason I called real quick. Is, is can you tell me? I'd love for you to start guessing. Like every time there's something going on, and you kind of hint at it a lot. But who's getting paid what for giving money? Like the Ukraine, that money goes with no strings because there's a kickback. I know it. Oh, my gut. I mean, I can tell. Well, and and, and that's <clears throat> and let me just tell you, there's a couple of major pipelines for money in our nation's capital. One of them is big defense. One of them is big pharma. Uh, there are uh, uh, one of them is big tech. All of those benefit. There is a pipeline of employees to and from the government to them, and money going to and coming back to reelection campaigns. And in Biden's ca- case, just money for bribes. So every time that we give aid to a country, you have to realize that somebody's going to get paid. All right. For instance, uh, Afghanistan, the Afghan pullout. You know why we left $85 billion worth of hardware there, Ann? Because it has to be replaced. Because it has to be replaced. What company wouldn't want a piece of an $85 billion contract, Ann? That's why. But also that money, they probably made money selling that stuff. I mean, just because they left it there doesn't mean they didn't get some money for it. Of course no. they did. They're, they're still selling it, but they're not using against uh, our allies and against their own people. They're selling to the despots around the world, and they will ultimately uh, end up killing uh, our allies or ourselves. So I appreciate the phone call, and Have a good uh, Hanukkah and, uh, and Christmas with your family. Thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in today. Yeah, you know, it's, guys, everything. Right now, we know that Congress exists so they can go to Washington, D.C. and spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours. All right? That's why they exist. And now it's become crystal clear that all Congress exists for is to be board members on a $6.5 trillion company that produces nothing. 
All it does is take your money and doles it out to their friends, and then their friends pay it back with in-kind donations and favors and ambassadorships, and they don't give a crap about you. It should be very obvious by now. But we're on to them, aren't we? Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly, you hear something go bump. What is your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution, the new MC-14 tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. And Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodnight to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boosting a 13 plus 1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. We have a special guest in one moment to talk a little bit about, uh, well, the coming... uh, Virus, the next virus, among other things. Uh, Dr. James Thorpe will talk to us one second. I do want to mention that I'm quite excited that uh, Omaha Steaks is now a uh, sponsor of the radio program. This is a big deal for me. Uh, one of the, the areas that I have expertise in is uh, cooking. I've been cooking since I was a teenager. I uh, grew up outside of Omaha. I'm from Omaha. Very familiar with uh, uh, cattle country, the cattle yards of Omaha, and, and the greatest steaks ever. And I've said for for years, I mean literally decades, Omaha Steaks are the best. And when you get a a box from Omaha Steaks, it is the best gift I could possibly imagine. All right? So you can get butcher's cut filet mignon, uh, mouth-watering burgers. I mean... (laughs) like something you never had before. Gourmet Jumbo Franks, I can go on and on. And and they're offering a very special introductory package for my listeners, and I think this is huge. So what you need to do is go to omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide. What? Yeah, 50% off site-wide. And then when you go to the checkout, uh, you mentioned my name as the promo code, $30 more. I know, it's ridiculous. So I know many of you are thinking about gifts for relatives. Many of you are thinking about gifts for, you know, co-workers, maybe your boss. Omaha Steaks is the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. So omahasteaks.com, 50% off site-wide. This is huge. Or you can also, and you can go to the checkout. Mention my name, Carson. 
Another 30 bucks off. It, it's, it's fantastic. Omaha Steaks are the absolute best steaks you can imagine. I promise you, you will get a great reaction. 50% off site-wide. Score an extra 30 bucks off with promo code Carson at omahasteaks.com. All backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. Minimum order may be required. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. So uh, I love me some steak. And, uh, and also, I'm not going to try and do a segue like, I also love great guests. That would be terrible. I'm just getting interested. Dr. James Thorpe, the Chief of Maternal and Prenatal Health with The Wellness Company, and he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Doctor, how are you today? Rob Carson, I'm so blessed to be on your show. Thank you very much for having me on your platform. Well, I, uh, I want to play, if you don't mind, uh, just a quick soundbite. This is a breaking story, and then we'll, we'll talk to you on the other side. Here we go. Listen to this. New this evening, respiratory illnesses are wreaking havoc at hospitals in China and raising concerns for the medical community across the country. Here at home, it's no exception. Fox 5 has learned hospitals, emergency rooms, urgent care locations, and clinics are really seeing an uptick in sick visits. Fox 5's Tisha Lewis joining us tonight. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, so it looks like, by hook or by crook, China is the uh, uh, what appears to be in the infancy of a new virus. Uh, what do you have to say about that, doctor? Well, here's what I have to say about that, Rob. Uh, dial back for you. This is exactly the same kind of fear pornography that our government put out from China to get this uh, current fake pandemic of COVID-19 out. Identical. You remember the pictures. Uh, You can't forget them. Remember, all over the mainstream media, these people literally dropping dead in the streets and these stories of, um, you know, morgues, uh, mobile morgues up in New York City collecting bodies. This is fear pornography. There there may be some new viruses coming out, but do not trust the government. Do not trust the hospital systems. They poured $5.2 trillion of our taxpayer money into attempting to brainwash the entire world into taking their toxic, lethal vaccines. Do not fall for it. I don't trust. I don't trust. I, I have lost complete trust. Doctor, I've lost complete trust in the CDC and the HHS, the WHO, certainly. And I'm not going to forget this. I'm not going to forget this. I remember, if, if you remember, we were ready to fight this. Uh, Donald Trump, he, he, he made two hospital ships available, one for the West Coast, one for New York. They never used it. Uh, uh, th- there was a Billy Graham's son put up a, a massive hospital in Central Park to handle the overflow. None of that happens. Donald Trump fast-tracked ventilators, 25,000 of them. None of them were used. All they did use was fear. And then they also restricted how we could treat ourselves. Doctor, you're a doctor. You know this. You are generally, when someone comes to you with a malady, malady, you're able to say, I think you're going to need this. I think you're going to need this. Here is a prescription. This is my mode of treatment. The federal government said you as a doctor could not do that. And it just sounds to me like they want to do that again. That's exactly right. Listen, they, this was a pandemic. This was pre-planned years before it occurred. Uh, I, you know, I just got off the phone with Dr. Hatfield, who was uh, screaming and yelling at Fauci and the bizarro evil people. They had stockpiled 
millions and millions and millions of doses of hydroxychloroquine. They had all the data they needed, all the safety data, and it was summarily rejected. It would have saved millions of lives globally. It was artifactually uh, sinister in a very, very unethical manner. It was artificially uh, villainized and taken away. Why? Because the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization, would not have occurred because hydroxychloroquine has been used for 65 years. It was proven safe and effective with SARS-CoV-1, and they knew it. So they scuttled all the massive doses that could have saved all the lives in the United States of America from this alleged uh, pandemic of COVID-19. So now what you're saying right now, <clears throat> doctor, what you're saying right now, what you just said right now was enough to get you removed from social media, uh, was enough to have the uh, left in this country call you a, a denier, uh, a conspiracy theorist. But in Uttar Pradesh, the largest province in India, uh, 300 million people live there. They wiped out COVID with hydroxychloroquine. And the reason why, and I've said this, hydroxychloroquine, the reason why they did that is because hydroxychloroquine is kind of like public domain music, meaning it's, it's, you're not going to make anybody any money. And that's why they restricted it. That's why Pfizer, which was a $9 billion company for its entire history, became a $100 million company in 2021. That should be enough. But I want to ask you this. Uh, my wife today, she's starting to be symptomatic of what appears to be a cold. I got some Zycam zinc swabs and swabbed out the, my nose because I don't want to get anything right now uh you've got the flu coming up who the hell knows what's coming up for from china what do you rec rec recommend as a doctor that we do to get ready for this well the first the most important thing to do is uh first of all do not trust your government do not take any of their vaccines they're pushing all the vaccines now four of them in pregnancy they're all dangerous and deadly and they hurt your immune system. They keep, they'll either kill you or keep you chronically ill. They'll make a lot of money. Don't do it. Go to a parallel health care system like the wellness company. Get their emergency medical kit. It is potentially life-saving. It's got, it's an incredible bargain. I mean, you're looking at eight potentially prescription drugs, eight of them that are all potentially life-saving. And of those eight drugs, Five of them are crucial, crucial antibiotics. Uh, there's a sixth one, which is ivermectin, extremely important. Uh, and, and then there's also the seventh one is an uh, antifungal diflucan, extremely important. And the eighth is very important, Zofran, an anti-nauseant, uh, uh, which, as you know, is uh, part and parcel with several of these syndromes that are going around. It's very, very important to have that. You know, you can get that for an incredible deal. You're talking about 250 bucks, which includes a free consultation with a physician. Every household of every global citizen needs this. It's so important. Now, the other thing well, I would say... Go ahead. ...is for, for you, what I would do right now... and. My wife and Meg and I have been struggling, you know, with some of these illnesses with our traveling and the holidays. You know, we love to see family members and we love friends and such. But along with that comes, you know, with some potential exposure. So 
Like, for example, if you're starting to be symptomatic right now, I think it'd be extremely important for you to make sure you take your vitamin D, your vitamin C, your, your zinc. Uh, but also what I would recommend is a nebulizer therapy because the nebulizing yes. is extremely safe and effective. It's use, using um, hydrogen peroxide, food-grade hydrogen peroxide, and very easily you can order a nebulizer off Amazon. By the way, they've taken them off the local markets. You can't buy them anymore because they're so effective. Um, but you get food-grade uh, hydrogen peroxide. You, t- you put one tablespoon of that 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide in one cup of water and a half a teaspoon of salt, and you nebulize it you know, for three or four minutes. Sterilizes everything. Uh, in your sinuses, in your nose, in your mouth, all the way down to the tiny air sacs in your lungs. So any infection that you might have received and that you might be getting or your wife will be totally wiped out. And by the way, hydrogen peroxide is a natural substance which is made by white blood cells uh, from ozone, which is then metabolized into hydrogen peroxide. So I might mention that you, you might want to, the, the hydrogen peroxide, if you've had it in your cabinets for a while, it turns into water. I didn't know you, a lot of people don't know that. It does. It turns into water if it's been allowed to sit for a long time. Also, the doctor, I talked to Dr. Peter McAuliffe, and he said a mild solution of iodine and water and a, and a nasal swab is, is uh, brilliant. Um, so uh, I think that's good. You guys, you, you created uh, the wellness company because of this. Do you feel, Dr. James Thorpe, that, uh, I know that the government cracked down on physicians and hospitals, and a lot of people made a lot of money off that. Do you see that still happening with people who uh, stray from the orthodoxy, people like you and Dr. Peter McAuliffe? Or, uh, and do you, you predict that they're going to try and crack down again? They're, they're continuing to crack down because they're losing the battle. Listen, they spent $5.2 trillion of our taxpayer money to bribe the entire system, to rig the entire system. Listen, all the major hospital systems are bought and paid for. They, many of them receiving, uh, many of them receiving not twenties and fifty million, but several of them, like the healthcare system I was recently fired from as one of their number one producers and their quote model physician for the system was SSM Health of St. Louis, one of the largest Catholic healthcare systems in the United States of America. They took $306.9 million from HHS and CDC and signed, uh, likely signed an under-the-table agreement that didn't allow them to deviate from the deadly narrative. To this very day, they're firing physicians, they're firing employees, and they're pushing this lethal vaccine. Because if they don't, if they don't, they'll have to pay all that money back and they can't afford it. I was fired yeah. from SSM Health for being on programs like yours and Tucker Carlson's and testifying in the Senate and speaking truth. That's what's going on. They're doubling down with the fear pornography, with pushing, you know, making blatantly illegal false claims. Listen, four years ago, three years ago, they were raiding physicians' offices for uh, that were using vitamin C or ozone that had been used for 100, 100 yeah. years for medicine. But yet yeah. they have the audacity, this uh, press secretary, uh, Corinne Pierre-Jean, and the rest of the yes. White House and the FDA, of, oh, you have to take this vaccine. Take the vaccine. It will prevent you from getting hospitalized for COVID. 
from getting into the ICU or intubated with COVID and dying from COVID. That is blatantly a false claim. Listen, the COVID-19 virus mutates at a rapid rate, two to three times that of influenza. There's no hope of a vaccine ever helping that. It's totally totally fake. Well, and then, then, by the way, if you followed the government's edicts, you'd be on booster number seven now. So it's a joke. There's no reason why anything should ever take seven shots in three years. Uh, it's always, I'm glad that the wellness company is there, and, and I'm, I'm glad that you're with them. Uh, I'll just mention real quick here that TWC.health is uh, where you can get an emergency medical kit and just use a keyword Carson, TWC.health slash Carson, to get those. One other, I'll just mention this uh, latest bout coming out of from China affects children kind of like the bird flu did in the early 2000s in America. And I remember we couldn't get ZPAC then. And ZPAC was the only treatment that they were considering for that. So ZPAC is a part of the, uh, the TWC health package, the emergency health package. And I could speak from experience with my kids and my family. There have been times when ZPAC was hard to find. Dr. James Thorpe, I appreciate you joining me today, and I hope you have a blessed holiday. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on. All right, very good. Uh, TWC.health slash Carson, you save 10% on that. But, uh, yeah, we got another virus coming out of China. It sounds like they're going to pull the same crap. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not complying. I don't give a rat's behind what they tell me I need to do. I'm not complying. I will not comply. I will not take your vaccine. I will not stay at home. I will not shut down my business. I will not keep my kids home from school. That's just the way it's going to be. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is not an EV. And it never will be. Oh, I'll definitely be listening to that at the gym today. Uh, it's called A Thousand Horsepower. That's what the name of the song is. It's by the uh, rock band Godsmack. I'm a, I'm a rock dude. I've been a, uh, a fan of, uh, of, well, a lot of music, particularly uh, rock and heavy metal, since I was four and sneaked into my sister's bedroom and listened to Led Zeppelin II and Black Sabbath Paranoid in her Koss headphones. Yeah, at the age of four. I know. I was so cool then. What the hell happened? Uh, let's go to Chris in Fort Worth. Hello, Chris. How are you doing, my brother? What's happening on this oh, Wednesday? I love you, man. Rob, I love you. And you know, I listen to you uh, every Monday through Friday. I listen with like a religion. It's uh, I got to have you. And I got Thank your you. podcast, so I can't hear you live. Uh, I just happened to call in at the right time. Thank God. But Chris, 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 you can stream us. Listen, listen, listen. Stream us on, uh, uh, well, there are a couple places, but WCBM.com is our anchor station. Another okay. great station is K- KSCO in San Diego. There are a bunch of them out there. Benny okay, Media okay. has four stations. Just Google, Rob. Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. You'll find out where the show airs until it comes to your market. Go ahead. Okay, great. Uh, okay, now listen, I'm, I want to put my heart out to you and your family. Your, your wife lost her mama. Very yes. difficult time. And I, I'm praying with y'all, and I'm sure she's in a better place, for sure. Um, so I just want to let you know I love you, and I love your family. Thank you, bro. Um, Thank you, my brother. Now, uh, let's, i got to say one more thing real quick. You, yeah. the uh, the other day, uh, Thursday or Friday, uh, is 
the day after you did the show in uh, Baltimore, the live stage, and you acknowledged me. You said you mentioned Chris in Fort Worth, like people you haven't met because you'd love to meet, and that made my day. You made me feel like a million dollars. Well, you're that. all right, man. You know, you know yeah, a lot of times you focus on the host of the show and the listeners are the most important. <laughs> yeah. but, hey, I, um, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I love to meet you guys. It's fantastic. Audience. The audience is the most educated audience in the world because they well, have so. common sense to listen to you. Now, let's get so. to the China and uh, future pandemic. In 30 I seconds. Really, Go ahead. I really believe there's going to be a future pandemic. The Chinese are going to release something to bacterial bacterial not a virus and we got to be prepared for it that's all 100 percent. that's exactly what they're going to try and do again and and tell me that the united states is not working with them we already are uncovering that the united states has had a massive censorship industrial complex which i will talk about next hour people like anthony fauci and others across the federal government censored freedom of speech any dissension even when it was right that's why i told you almost three years ago if the federal government the mainstream media and big social media says what you believe is disinformation and misinformation information it means they know you know the truth they're going to try the same crap again this time and this time i for one am not going to comply not one damn bit and if that means going to jail i'll do it let's take a break and come back this is the rob carson show this is the rob carson show it is the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. Uh, Donald Trump, by the way, uh, raised $6 million, uh, making one of the highest single-event fundraising efforts of his 2024 campaign when he was in... Uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago, yeah, well, just recently here, uh, yeah, the, the money's starting to roll in for, uh, for Trump's campaign as people are beginning to realize that, uh, yeah, he's still, uh, he's like 47 points ahead of the next, uh, leading contender, and no matter the amount of money that is thrown at, uh, other candidates, uh, isn't gonna get it done. It's, it's not gonna cause people to leave, uh, Trump. So I'm just gonna, I'm just saying, again, uh, Rush Limbaugh was the, the mayor of Realville, uh, I'm, I'm the guy, what would I be? The comptroller of Realville? Yeah, I don't even know what a comptroller is. Uh, anyway, um, Trump is leading, according to the New York Times and Siena College uh, in Nevada, um, Biden 52 to 41. So 11 points in Nevada. Uh, and uh, Biden narrowly won the state in 2020. So uh, Trump also leads Biden in Georgia, 49 to 43. Trump leads in Arizona, too, with 49% to 44%. In Michigan, Trump holds a five-point lead as well. So, uh, you know, and eventually what's going to happen is that the RNC is going to have to go, okay, well, we're going to have to support Donald Trump. I'm just telling you, it's not an ad for Donald Trump. I'm just telling you. The RNC has been, uh, uh, their donations have crashed, have completely crashed. Uh, you can you can blame many things for that. One of them is the RNC being tone deaf, and the GOP being tone deaf, and and uh, and the old guard GOP still in charge of those organizations, and the American people are saying, oh, "We're done, we're done with this nonsense," and and so that's why donations are down. I will tell you right now, and I, this is just my my personal it should be very obvious. When the RNC finally goes, okay, we really can't do anything about this, even though we want as much as possible to have Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or anybody but Trump in there, that's not going to happen. 
So we're going to go ahead and we're going to endorse Donald Trump. Watch the money come in. I guarantee it's going to work. It will work. Because, uh, again, I'm going to tell you, if you have a candidate who goes into a town of 3,500 people and draws a crowd of 85,000 people or goes into a stadium of about 80,000 people in uh, it, it Clemson, South Carolina game, and everybody's on their feet chanting, USA, USA, the next candidate who's you know hosting an event at a bingo tournament in Dubuque to 60 people, uh, I think you understand what I'm saying. You're not running against a candidate. You're running against a movement. And the Democrats made him by arresting him and politically indicting him into a folk hero. That's what you're up against. Just being honest, Mayor of Real, Comptroller of Realville, right here, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I got to say about it. Uh, let's go to Max in New Hampshire. Hello, Max. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob, uh, I just uh, tuned in and I heard you talking about Ukraine uh, and using that as leverage um, to get something done with the southern border. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering, like, those seem like completely separate issues to me that, like, the people in Ukraine, uh, you're leveraging their lives against something that they have nothing to do with. Well... The Republicans have done their level best and have actually passed through the House legislation to strengthen the border and enforce the border. That has been summarily rejected. Since the Democrats are slobbering all over uh, this un, un, uh, unlimited check to Ukraine, they have decided to force the issue of the southern border, which is a crisis, and tie it into the uh, mouth-watering uh, uh, amount of money that our government sends to Ukraine. As far as uh, tying it into the suffering people of Ukraine, um, uh, I wouldn't necessarily uh, say that uh, our money going to Ukraine is uh, we, we should be responsible for their welfare. Uh, we are we are paying for some of the war effort, but we cannot be held responsible for their welfare. Go ahead. In like 1991 or two or whatever, when the Soviet Union was dissolved, um, and you remember how most of the Soviet Union's nu- uh, nuclear warheads were stored in Ukraine, which was now yes. suddenly an independent country again. Sure. Um, and most of the world, including the U.S., decided that the like you know best course of action was to just basically give all those nuclear warheads back to Russia itself. Uh, with the agreement that then the U.S. would protect Ukraine because it was giving up its nuclear warheads and we would protect them. Well, uh, let me say this. Uh, the reason why there is a, uh, a war in Ukraine is because Joe Biden allowed it to happen. He invited Russia in. You may recall that at the very beginning of it. The, the, uh, I'm not talking. About, I'm talking about now, Max. Uh, just let me Crimea. talk about now. That's part of Ukraine. Okay. Uh, again, again. There was an escalation yeah, well, we, in 2022 let me ask you when Putin rolled okay. over the border. Max, but Max what are we doing? What, Max, our $120 billion, where did it go for? Where did the? Uh, how many lives did it save? And uh, where's the money going? To. Could you give me an idea of where the money is going to the most corrupt country in the world where Ameri- the world's despots go to launder their money? How much I'm money? Sure a large amount of that money goes to are Raytheon. Are you sure? Are, are you pretty sure? You're pretty sure yeah. that it's going to be used in the most corrupt country in the world? 
Really? But the, the money, if you're talking about where the money goes, it ends up in American companies' hands. It fuels the American war machine to be able to continue to make more bombs. So it's not like the profits are going to Ukrainians. Okay. Well, uh, um, a lot of the money is going to Ukrainian pensions. A lot of the country is going to Ukrainian politicians, including the president of Ukraine, who they now say his his net worth is about $400 million. I can go on and on, Max. I do appreciate well, so you, you calling, that, but, but I absolutely... That, uh, Russians, that people should be able to redefine borders through force? Oh, sure, Max. That's exactly what I'm saying. You bet. You've no, read me completely no, right. And while you're trying to insert thoughts into my mind, you're absolutely uh, nonsensical. That's, that's, uh, that's completely nonsensical. I am saying that, of course, since our federal government will not ensure our nation's safety and the sovereignty of our people, if they won't do that with an independent bill passed through Congress to shut down the border, then we should tie it into Ukraine funding, which should come with strings because Ukraine is corrupt. I appreciate your phone call. Uh, let's move on to a dentist in Severn. I, when you try to insert a thought or try to get a gotcha moment with something that is not my beliefs, I'm going to cut you off, okay, Max? That's where that ended. I appreciate your phone call. But we absolutely should tie the southern border, our sovereignty, into Ukraine funding that we have no idea what the money is being spent. That is not anything that is cons uh, 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 that is uh, remotely... Uh, Unreasonable. Uh, back to you, Dennis. I apologize. Go right ahead. Hey, good afternoon. I have a question that probably you can answer. I'm kind of yes. curious how much aid is Qatar and uh, all the Arab states pouring into Gaza compared to what America has sent? Oh, I don't uh, think any money is going into Gaza for humanitarian aid. Uh, Joe Biden uh, wanted to immediately after the murder of 1,500 uh, Israelis, he wanted to give them $100 million. And I said, we shouldn't give them a damn dime because all of these Arab states that support the people of Palestine, they should do it. This isn't our That's problem. Right. Right. Yeah, it's not brother, our problem. <laughs> Have a good one. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Not one damn dime. It's not our problem. It's not our problem that Hamas uh, murdered 1,500 people and took a lot of people hostage. That's not our problem. It's not our problem that the same people who threw candy and the same children who got candy on September the 11th, 2001, grew up and became the same people that would invade uh, Israel and murder people. It's not our problem that uh, the schools in Gaza have been owned and operated by Hamas and the children taught to hate Israel and probably 70 to 90 percent of the people who live there hate Israel and want it gone. That's not my my problem but all the people who support the oh you gaza you send your own damn money over there okay what's uh, cynthia nixon stroke them a check stroke them a check you send them the money american money should not go to support a palestinian state that is run by terrorists that's it oh you know i want to talk to barbara but i don't want to short shrift her barbara you hold on i want to save you till after the break barbara in baltimore is going to talk to us i do want to mention uh, brandon johnson he's a mayor of Demo of uh, chicago chicago was a place that i used to want to live in it was my dream growing up listening to the great uh, air personalities on chicago music radio like larry lujak
and uh, and Johnny B and all of those guys. I wanted to live there. I wanted. I've been on WLS in Chicago. I'd love to have a permanent uh, base on WLS in Chicago. But unfortunately, Democrats have destroyed the city. And and right now, every weekend you can gauge America by the number of people who were shot and murdered in Chicago. Last weekend, twenty nine. Uh, last year, 26 transgendered individuals were murdered by other people, and Corinne Jean-Pierre declared a transgender day of remembrance. None of those murders were because the person was committing a hate crime. They were involved in some sort of a crime related to either the uh, uh, the, the uh, transgendered individual being a, uh, uh, a prostitute uh, and a John and uh, or just uh, uh, random violence, not uh, against transgendered individuals, right? But in Chicago every weekend, 30 people are shot, kids are dying everywhere, nobody cares about it, right? Well, Brandon Johnson put the pedal to the metal on the bad policies of Lori Lightfoot. And now he's saying, because he's making Chicago go to hell in a handbasket with all of this, uh, this uh, illegal immigration that's pushing black people aside, to make way for new immigrant voters because Chicago already knows they either got the black vote or they don't care if they lost it because they got a new group of voters. Here is Brandon Johnson blaming his city's problems on us. Well, MAGA GOP. It has to be better coordination. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows. Uh, when was the last time a Democrat or a Republican was in charge of Chicago? When was the last time Republicans were in charge of Illinois? Hell, Illinois. Hell on earth. I'm sorry. One of those. That the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been... No, the Democrat cities have run them into the ground. Their leaders have done that. Uh, San Francisco, anyone? Seattle, St. Louis, Ferguson, uh, let's see, Chicago, uh, Toledo. Very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led Portland there's Portland by people of color Memphis and their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about wow. right? this is the same political party wow. that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American oh my it's god same, are you seriously bringing that up for your failures Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol it's the same right-wing extremism oh, that oh, refuses yeah. to accept the results of the Civil War it's what the what the hell <laughs> The, the Republican Party won the Civil War, you idiot. They were, the, they were formed to stop slavery. Oh, my God. That almost gave me a headache. And then there's this. Mark Fisher is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Rhode Island. Even though uh, uh, Brandon Johnson, who will be a one-term uh, mayor, uh, hopefully he'll be removed before that, he actually is switching to Trump. And here he is to explain exactly a why. We've been used and abused for so long at that party. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies. I believe it's a racist party. Donald Trump, is, he's the opposite. He's, he's going to tell you how, how it is. He's going to give it to you straight. Trump has done more for the black community than I can any president I can think of. Yeah, like the lowest uh, black unemployment in the nation's history. My lifetime. I think personally it's the duplicity of the Democrats, mm. the hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. No, we we not. understand when someone's for us uh -huh. and when someone is not. Uh -huh. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't. Party. Isn't it kind of weird? He said because we're not stupid. There, that's kind of who's been saying that for a while. 
Yeah, the answer should be so obvious that you're not stupid. Uh, let's take a break and come back. Barbara, you'll be up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. And so, so by the way, uh, Chicago hasn't had a Republican mayor since 1931. So, so much for your theory there, Mayor Brandon Scott. I think we need a, a musical interlude from Jim Gossett. Yeah. Chicago, Chicago, that dangerous town. Dangerous town. Chicago, Chicago, just elected a clown. Yeah, he is a clown. Brandon Johnson, bet your bottom dollar he'll defund cops in Chicago. And he did. Chicago, hey, there's no way the crime rate will ever go down. It's gone up and up and up. On State Street, a once great street, I just want to say, just want to say, they riot and they'll steal your stuff away. Dooby dooby doo, yeah. Runaway crime is their way of life. Ooh. I saw a thug assault a man's wife in Chicago. Chicago, big finish, Chicago, that liberal town. So uh, since 2019, violent crime, which is defined uh, by the FBI as murder, criminal, sexual assault, aggravated battery, has increased 56% across the board. Murder, 23%. Criminal sexual assault has risen in by about 1%. Theft and robbery, robbery up 38 Theft, 43%. Uh, so far this year, the number of motor vehicle thefts caused by white supremacy and conservatives of zero. But for the Democrats, 69,415. So there's that. Barbara in Baltimore, what are you doing? Hey, Rob. How are you? Great show I'm today. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I have got to agree with you about Zelensky. And um, I'm not sure what the young man that uh, was taking issue with you, just what he, where he was coming from. Um, Joe Biden had an opportunity to ship all of the military equipment that was left in Afghanistan. He could have sent all of that to Ukraine. He didn't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't trust him to make good, sound judgments about anything. And I just think it's time for us to get some accountability for that money because there's no no way that Zelensky should um, be a multimillionaire. He just should not well, be a multimillionaire with hundreds of millions of dollars. So, well, you were talking. Max earlier, Max calling from New Hampshire. I got a note. Somebody said, I'm sorry for the state of New Hampshire. We're not all moon bats like Max. Max isn't a moon bat. Uh, Max is just, uh, if you can't pass legislation to secure our border and protect our sovereignty, if the Democrats won't pass that, tie it to something that they desperately want. And they want to spend $100 million, billion dollars on Ukraine again. And, and there's nothing wrong with saying, no, 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 no. We got to take care of this first. 
And so Max, he crossed the line when he tried to plant thoughts and tried to tell me how I think. And that's when I said, I'm done with Max. Uh, you know, nothing. I, I'll let you have your say. But when you, you try to put thoughts into my mind or, or ascribe thoughts to me, then I'm done with you. Then I'm done with you. Um, but but it's, it, right. I agree with you. And I got to tell you, I think there's something about the name Brandon. We've got a Brandon. <laughs> you know, it's like the let's go Brandon. <laughs> and, and here in Baltimore... Uh, you know, I didn't hear you mention Baltimore and that list of cities that are just being run down. We've got a Brandon here. And oh my God! You got a Brandon who's terrible. Brandon Scott is a complete, I mean, buffoon. He he, 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 dumb as bricks. What? What now? I'm sorry. I said they're dumb as bricks. I swear to God, and and you know, you look at the uh, performance of schools in Baltimore. You know, they just had a big, big uh, meeting the other night about juvenile crime in Baltimore, where they're letting kids under thirteen get away with anything without saying, "I don't know, where's dad?" You know, uh, where's the parental responsibility here? Uh, uh, you know, honestly, unless Baltimore uh, is able to turn this around, uh, you know, put up the police tape around the city because it, it's terrible. I mean, it's it just terrible. terrible. I know, and they don't, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think that he has popular support. I think that Maryland and Baltimore elections are scrod, just like they are in Pennsylvania. And sooner or later, the uh, people are going to get it. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. I didn't want to step on Credence because it gets cool right about here. That's just so badass. <laughs> I wasn't even born when this song came out. Well, maybe I was. I was a toddler. It's still so good. So good, so good, so good. So uh, I think we should do this before we dive into our next uh, subject du jour. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, hey. Time for a gender confusion update. Gender confusion. Hey, hey. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Oh, my God. So a uh, man who identifies as female has been indicted on 13, 14 felony account, account counts after reportedly threatening to rape girls in public restrooms over transphobia. Uh, but other than that, the hormone thing doesn't mess with your head. Even though four transgendered individuals have committed mass shootings in the last two months. There is that. Other than that, they're completely normal people. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, anyway, this is what uh, Alexa Willie might want to change that since you had yours cut off. Alexia Willie, previously known as Jason Lee Willie, uh-oh, three names, watch out for it, uh, was arrested on August 14th, Perry County, Illinois, after the FBI intercepted a live stream on social media in which the trans individual is making a number of threats. And now this gets pretty vile. I'm not going to say it all, but it's this person is uh, messed up. He said, she said, it said, he said, she said. Uh, a person in Tennessee walked into one of your schools, shot up a bunch of your Christian daughters. That's not the last uh, of them if you don't shut your bleeping mouths. Shut the bleep up out there. You understand me? There's going to be a lot of transgenders out there that are tired of being picked on. We're not picking on you. Uh, and we're going to go into schools. We're going to kill their bleeping children out there. And that's it. We're at war. Police also reported that Willie was inspired by transgender shooting uh, suspect or 
I should say, actual shooter at the Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee, earlier this year. Quote, I am, uh, I am in the bathroom. Oh, I can't say that. But he's talking about your little girls. Uh, and he says, you can't do anything. I don't care. I am openly pedophile. You guys can't do nothing about us. You can pry. Put me on national television. I don't care. I am transgender. Hear me roar. I'm in the bathroom raping your daughters, and I'm openly letting you guys know this. The Republican Party, uh, what are you F-words for gay people going to do with us? Be the bleeping men you think you are and step up. Well, you go first, uh, but you won't because your uh, F-words for gay people, you're weak, and your P-words for kitty cats. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking that person is uh, kind of like, uh, well, somebody we know. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Yes, you will, precious. You will get the hose. Okay, okay, okay. Now it places the lotion in the basket. <laughs> it places the lotion in the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, uh, if you, uh, uh, for instance, you know, I say about transgenderism, I don't care what you do when you're an adult. Go ahead and cut your thing off. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, honestly. I've got more important things to do in my life. I've got to make a living and, and pay for my my daughter's education and get my wife through a very rough time. i got a lot of stuff to do right now. So I don't care if you want to wear a dress and everything. But honestly, if your kid comes to you and says, uh, either you let me change my genders, which is impossible, or I'll kill myself, uh, you might want to say, mm, that's a sign of mental illness. Uh, this uh, Alexia Willie is being held without uh, bond right now, and um, yeah, apparently fourteen uh, felony indictments with a threat to injure. Because he's, she's, it's nuts. Uh, also, a young fan has become the focus of outrage on social media. TV cameras caught this youngster in the newsstand that, or in the uh, stands at Sunday's KC Chiefs game wearing a Native American headdress. And this, uh, this idiot who uh, works for the uh, Deadspin, uh, which is a left-wing media outlet, outraged over a blackface. Uh, turns out the kid had half blackface, half red face. It's war paint. Right, but they caught the kids his uh, side angle, his profile with the black, and said that he was wearing blackface. So this is the left and the uh, deadspin. The uh, the uh, author is Karen Phillips. Karen C A R R O N, presumably a man, accused the young child. The kid is Holden Arminta of wearing racist blackface. The article was entitled "The NFL or NFL Needs to Speak Out Against Kansas City Chiefs." fan in blackface native headdress. So this uh, P-word for kitty cat, Karan Phillips, decided to pick on a kid because that's what the left does. Apparently, the uh, the boy's grandfather, Raul Armenta, uh, was actually on the Santa Inez band of the Chumash Indians. So he's a Native American. And, uh, and the, the boy uh, spent much of his childhood, at least his grandfather, spend, spent most of his childhood uh, visiting relatives on uh, Native American revol- uh, reservation, the uh, Santa Inez Band. So Holden's uh, great-grandfather died in 2012, according to news reports, was an elder of the Santa Inez Band of Chumash Indians. Karen Phillips, C-A-R-R-O-N Phillips. I would love to have Karen Phillips address me face to face. I really, really would. It'd be kind of fun. Be kind of fun. Idiots like that. Yeah. Oh, I got to play this for you. 
last night. This, this will show you um, those who are most susceptible to propaganda. I have to play this. After the horrific murder of 1,500 Israelis, uh, the most barbaric attack we've seen in our lifetimes, more barbaric than 9-11, because 9-11, they flew buildings into, or planes into buildings and into the ground. That was cruel and horrific, don't get me wrong. But they didn't go out and just target homes, rape, murder individuals, torture individuals, all of that. All right. Uh, I'm not trying to morally equivalent quite either. They both deserve death penalties as far as I am concerned. However, Hamas did this. All right. And then 10 days later, Hamas and the uh, international left already poised and waiting for a trigger to start another summer of 2020. They waited for something and that something was a false report about a hospital bombing by Israel in Gaza. The hospital wasn't hit. We did find out just a couple weeks ago when they raided the hospital and went under the hospital. That deep uh, tunnels under the hospital, a communication headquarters under the hospital, and held hostages under the hospital. So only the uh, weak-minded, only the ignorant would uh, think that Israel is at fault when they retaliated against Hamas and Hamas wrapped themselves in their civilian population because they're cowards. Consequently, some of those civilians died. All right? But that didn't matter to the idiots who came out to the uh, city of Oakland, California, city council last night. I want you to hear the fruits of their ignorance. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation. Well, I'm hearing a lot of uh, adolescent women there who are most obsessed. They are most uh, uh, susceptible to um, mania. I'm not meaning to insult anybody, but teenage girls, uh, generally, they are uh, frequently, they, they will fall victim to mania uh, and social contagion. All right. That was proven uh, starting with the Salem witch trial. That was mania, uh, social contagion, and, and then moving on to to other things, including this transgender nonsense. You'll notice that most of the uh, people in high school are transgender are females wanting to be males. All right. I'm just saying it. And that's who spoke last night at Oakland. But there are others, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab asking with this country. Not hearing any guys there. To condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th. Thank you, ma'am. Your time is up. Including children were killed by the IDF. Uh, they were killed by the IDF. Condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater 
complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Now, that was actually a guy, but obviously uh, a woman told him to do it. Question. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? Oh, there you go. There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda okay. raging from claims of... Okay, let's, you know what? Here, here, let me just give you some proof here. This is uh, Anderson Cooper. Uh, this is Anderson Cooper uh, about um, about a week after the uh, the raid here. So uh, this is Anderson Cooper. He is a reliable uh, liberal talking about what he saw in, uh, in Israel. To extend it and then running away with on, on motorcycles... With, with girls to Gaza? Fleeing east across open fields was the only way out for many, but they were easy targets. Others sought safety in nearby bomb shelters. This is dash cam video of a Hamas gunman tossing a grenade into a shelter. When a man runs out trying to escape... Yeah, there are thousands of hours of video because Hamas actually videotaped it and posted on social media. You idiots. They fire on him repeatedly. In another shelter a few miles north of the festival site, about 30 people tried to hide. A man named Noah. Yeah, they, held in a, they, they hid in a concrete bus shelter, which looked a lot like a gas chamber. I mean, it really did. Cohen recorded inside. You can hear the panic in their voices, asking what's going on. Yeah, listen. Are there Israeli soldiers nearby? Are there Israeli soldiers show you nearby? No. Next. Cohen says Hamas gunmen repeatedly tossed grenades into the shelter. People inside were blown apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me give you a little more, you uh, idiots who... Uh, and by the way, every one of the people who appeared at the Oakland City Council meeting should have to watch every damned hour of the video that those bastards shot, murdering, raping uh, uh, the people, the innocent people of those uh, kibbutz communities in Israel. Here's some more from Anderson Cooper. Bloody handprints on the wall. There's blood smeared on the walls. He has his hands uh, covering his face because the smell of rotting flesh made his uh, cameraman go outside and vomit. He probably these are either bullet holes or from the grenades that were thrown in here. Body parts have already been collected from here, but blood-soaked clothes and shoes remain. This looks to be a bloody handprint. The shelter is no more than... Yeah. 15 feet long, maybe five and a half, six feet wide. The idea of so many people packed in here, standing shoulder to shoulder, terrified, screaming. It's incredible that anybody was able to survive. Yeah, it is amazing, isn't it? And then uh, yesterday, another show that has a lot of idiots hosting it, it's called The View. Uh, they were defending uh, Hamas, essentially, and uh, and Sarah uh, uh, Abraham or no no Elizabeth Griffin that's her name. She brought up the fact that Hamas raped its way through these kibbutzes on October the seventh, and uh, and the View cast wants to forget about it. I am still devastated. We're two months since this war has been underway by the silence from women's group in this country about the rape being used as an act of war in this attack. Yeah. The fact that sexual violence was used against Israeli women in the major women's groups in this country have not come out and denounced it this weekend. Because they're political leftists first. Carol Sandberg put out a gripping video. It's like Bernie Sanders. He's a Democrat socialist first Jew way down on the list. Calling for it. That violates every rule of, wa of war fair. It is the height of immorality and the fact that the United Nations en uh, Entity for Gender Equality and Women Empowerment has been silent. The UN Committee on Elimination of Discrimination Against Women has been silent. And the international Me Too movement has perhaps, had a perhaps. Oh, the Me Too movement is a joke. Dear God in heaven. And then there's this woman, Saren Kendricks.
She's with the UN Women's Organization, and here's her non-answer on the rapes of women by Hamas. Listen to this. Reason, though, Sarah, that you can't specifically call out Hamas and the mounting evidence now over seven weeks <laughs> that Israeli investigators have collected that we've shown our viewers about the atrocities they committed specifically on October 7th, because I think that's the crux of the issue here. It's not just condemning sexual violence against women and in any war in general. Oh. It's specifically what occurred on October 7th, perpetrated by Hamas. Yeah, one of the acts that was caught on tape was a mother uh, being repeatedly sexually assaulted by a line of Hamas members, the last Hamas member to take advantage of the situation, shot her in the back of the head. Indeed. UN Women always supports impartial, independent investigations. Okay, this is the uh, liberal academic gobbledygook that I talk about so much. Into any serious allegations of gender-based or sexual violence. Blah, blah, and within blah. the UN family, blah, blah, blah. these investigations blah, are led blah, blah, by blah. the Office of the High Commissioner of Human Rights. Blah, blah. And just to provide a little bit of context blah. in terms of UN Women's role, UN Women specifically provides and has extensive knowledge on gender-based violence. Oh, shut and up. Provides and supports investigations as we do. Okay, this is why I'm not forgetting October 7th and never will. There you go. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, 800-922-6680. By the way, uh, we do a daily podcast of the show. We literally take the radio show, we make it into a uh, podcast, and uh, you can uh, find out where that is by simply going to Newsmax.com slash listen. Okay, that is uh, Newsmax.com slash listen. I, I want to mention this. We, uh, we have a house um, we bought th- about four years ago, and we got in at a good time for the first time in a while. My wife and I were talking about the other day, maybe we should take some money, pay off the house. Uh, then we can have when we retire. I don't plan on retiring for about a decade. Sorry. Um, but right now, buying a home is now uh, 52% more expensive than renting one. So if you're thinking maybe this is a way you put away some money for your retirement, you might want to rethink it until things get better. Or you might take some of your liquid assets and consider investing in precious metals. I, uh, I work with... Um, with uh, Swiss America. It's a great company, and I want you to write down this number. You can learn a little bit more about it. They've got a, a pamphlet here. i got it right here under my monitor. It's called The Secret War in, on Cash, and uh, you can find out how the government is trying to centralize the currency so they can control your money. All right? It's becoming harder to own a home. You see what I'm doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want you to write down this number. It's 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. If you uh, use the name Carson, they will give you this war on cash. You'll have it. Otherwise, you can go to this website, SwissAmerica.com slash Carson to find out more, okay? SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. I'm going to wrap up the show today in the way that I fashioned. I opened it today because in case you hadn't heard, the uh, Capitol Christmas tree fell over yesterday, and I said that's because God has a sense of humor, and Jim Gossett came up with this. Yeah, Joe Biden's Christmas tree fell over yesterday, like he does on a flight of stairs. Oh, Christmas tree, White House Christmas tree, when winds began to blow. Huh? 
water, don't snort oh, that snow. Christmas tree, White House Christmas tree. It's flocking. You fell down just like Joe. Well, flock, never mind. With all your pagan ornaments. Well, Democrats. Perhaps a message has been sent. Is that a mount ornament? You're a Christmas tree, not a holiday tree. This lack of Christ must go. Will you snub him again, Joe? You know, uh, overwhelming good is going to win. It, it will be. There's, there's a point where all of this, uh, this malfeasance and these lies and this bullcrap that has been fed to us uh, is going to go the wayside. And what I would suggest is we drown them out with joy this year as, as best we can. We come together, the 76% of us who believe the country's headed in the wrong direction, and, and we save our country, and we drown out the left, because the left wants to make you miserable. And they want to do it right now. During Hanukkah, during Christmas, all of that, we're not going to let them do it. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break, come back, wrap things up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. So tonight, the Rockefeller Christmas tree is going to be lit, and the left is going to try and uh, put a damper on it. Drowned out their misery with joy this holiday season. How does that sound? Oh, yeah. God bless you guys. God bless Israel, the United States. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.